1: AJ how you doing tonight man brother doing well doing well blessed to see another day man ain't that the truth man so y'all about ready to rock and roll for baseball man yes sir opening days tomorrow man and uh actually getting to make my head coaching debut tomorrow due to some uh some hiccups you know with COVID this and that and we gonna line it up dial it up see what we got baby man that's exciting man baseball who we playing tomorrow we got New Brockton out there in New Brockton. So we got to go on the road and battle and get it done. You know, no school tomorrow. So I hope my guys get plenty of rest tonight and get up ready to go to battle tomorrow. Right on, man. Well, what we're doing, man, is, you know,
0: uh, uh, is is super important, man, when we're talking about purpose. And what's, what's really cool about sports is that, man, you know, it it flows into... Uh, all walks of life of things that we can talk about and learn from and grow from, man. And so, uh, I had a group of uh, uh, students today that we were talking to uh, at at Dothan Prep, man. And and we were we were talking, and you know, had some that wanted to be you know D one athletes one day, and and so, man, awesome. we were able to we were able to talk about how purpose and having principles and having values and all of that stuff, how it leads
1: to the things that we desire in life, you know? Exactly. Exactly, man. Sports is great for teaching, like you said, in all aspects of life. Um, And, you know, like you said, you got to have that purpose. You got to have your principles. You got to have your value system. Um, You know, I know back in high school, man, starting in middle school, my mama, we, we put a plan together and it Wasn't a whole lot of time for recreation and hanging out. She said, if this is going to be your dream, man, you want to get a scholarship, you got to be about the grind. And, you know, I got to give props to my mom for allowing me an opportunity to, you know, go play the sport. I love baseball collegiately, man, and I love to see kids sign. We actually just had a kid sign today. My boy Ethan Coachman signed with Faulkner University with a football scholarship. So love to see the kids wanting it and love seeing the kids achieving it, man. Nice man. And so you you know um last week
0: we had episode 1 of Path to Purpose podcast. So it's safe to say that this is officially episode 2 of Path to Purpose. Official podcast. baby let's go. And so man uh you you know a great way to open up man is of course you know talking about the kids and and you know how how you know we've kind of dedicated our life to to really trying to Um, lead this next generation but today i want to talk about a little something see last week we kind of gave you the foundation right we gave we gave the people the real you know bars the real the real nuggets to path to purpose we talked about the acronym breaking and if you haven't heard it stop this right now go back listen to that and then, and then roll into here because we came away with some real, real application, you know, uh, last week. And we want to do the same today, but I want to talk about something that, man, doesn't just have to do with, you know, co- uh, 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 high school sports, right? It doesn't just have to do with, with uh, y- you know um uh the younger generation this affects everybody man and so today we're talking about fear man and so when i talk about when i say the word fear aj what what comes to your mind when you first hear the
1: word fear man what what happens in in your brain Oh, man, uh, the old saying, paralysis by analysis, man. It it doesn't matter whether it's sports, life. We you know, we get in situations. And, you know, the first thing we think about, man, a lot of the time in the morning, no matter how solid you are and, you know, you, you try to be. And, you know, fear, fear, man, has held a lot of people back from doing great things, man. And it holds people back from just getting moving. It, it's a paralyzing Mindset and emotion, man. That uh, you know, and there's not a human on the planet that that that's above it. Uh, And the ones that say they don't fear anything or never have had moments of fear are lying to you. Happens to us all.
0: They're lying, man. And and because it happens, it creeps in anywhere and a little bit of everywhere. I did a sixth grade graduation one time, where uh, (laughs) where I talked to these kids. I told a story about. Uh, the Great Blondine. And the Great Blondine was a tightroper walker from the the 1800s. And he was going to tightrope Niagara Falls. Long story short, I do this dramatic where I'm acting like I'm walking on this tightrope and I'm acting like, (laughs) and and I get unsteady. Uh, But he makes it across, man. He draws a crowd over a couple of months. He starts doing this crazy feat with like, Uh, uh, He carries a washing machine at one time across tightrope walking. You can look him up. The great blondie. He does it riding a bicycle one time. He does all this. Well, he had formed major crowds. People know what he can do and he's capable of. And he's standing there on the side of this embankment. And he says, who believes I can, you know, push this wheelbarrow across Niagara Falls? And everybody yells, I do, I do. He says, you, sir, do you believe I can do it? He says, "Yes, Blondine, I believe." He says, "Are you absolutely certain that I can do it?" And he says, "Yes." He says, "Good. Then get in the wheelbarrow."
1: (laughs) That's a test.
0: At that point, okay, we get introduced to this four little word, this four-letter word that can absolutely cripple a man to be utterly useless, right? to whatever he's called to the kingdom uh to his purpose to where he's at to making that next step that next advancement and you know you know fear is a real real thing and when I put it this way I heard it one time said fear can stand for a lot of people have heard this forget everything and run right mm-hmm. or face
1: everything and rise That's now it, when man, you hear that
0: what do you what what kind of feelings swell up in you?
1: Well, the first one, man, you know that that's kind of I feel what a lot of people in life choose uh, in fearful moments uh, when when life kind of hits you in the gut. Uh, you know, uh, you y- you never know what the day may hold when you when you open your eyes in the morning. And I know people, man, we've all been guilty of it. That that's the first thing: face everything and run. There, there's been mornings it's like you can't even. Deal with the day, man. It's like, can I just hit reset and start over? Uh, but the face everything and rise, man, that's empowering. And that goes back to you know what you and I talked about, man. It's you know, I, I tell kids a lot of the time that I coach, I'm like, self-talk, not just as an athlete, but as a human being, is very important. When you take that four-letter word and look at it the two different ways, the first one paralyzes you. You're like, you know, it's too daunting. The second one. Face everything and rise man that gives you power that gives you energy that gives you belief that you know yes there's a mountain standing ahead of me but i got these two legs bro and i can put one foot in front of the other and i can keep climbing and keep rising step by step
0: so with that man i kind of want to ask this question to our listeners i want <clears throat> to ask the question what are you afraid of okay now now that's kind of broad okay So I want us to kind of, I want us to kind of narrow it down. So when I'm talking about living out our purpose, I would hate to know that I spent my life working 33 years, right? At a job that I hated, a job that I hated, right? Missed it with my family, missed it at my job, right? I would hate to know that I didn't, you know, ask myself or try to pursue, right? All that God has for me. You know, what is my purpose for my life? And so when I ask, when I talk about dreams, goals, values, purpose, all of that, it should stir something inside of us. It should make us think of something. Now, whatever that something is, right? This is where we separate the men and the boys when we ask, why aren't we pursuing it? All right. And so I asked the question, what are you afraid of? For a lot of people, it could be common things, right? We could be talking about bills, mortgage, having kids, commitment, failure. What about this one? Telling your spouse the truth.
1: Oh, man. Bring it. Bring it. Bro,
0: you know what I'm saying? So so when I asked the question, what are you afraid of? What initially rises up in your spirit and chances are that right there is exactly what we need to work on. We have to face it and rise, okay? And there's some there's there's certain ways that that people can go about handling all of that. But when we're looking at a situation like let's take failure for example, truth be told, I don't even think people are really truly afraid of failure. I think they're afraid of being seen while they're failing. What's your thoughts on that?
1: I, I 100% agree, man. You know, it's the it's the fear of failing uh, while being seen. But, uh, you know, we can, you know, add to that. It's, you know, the fear of everyone else's opinion, man. I mean, how many times in life has that talked us out of doing stuff that we deep in our heart maybe want to do, but we're worried about what our family may think? worried about what our friends or coworkers may think. Um and, you know, I, I think that's the biggest thing is uh, you know, you you can't be afraid of other people's opinions, man, of what you want to do. Uh it's like you, man, you you've successful minister, youth minister, and then, you know, you decided to take it and do the public speaking, uh, you know, uh, on the entrepreneurial side, um, taking a risk, you know, and hearing your story, man, about being on the oil rig, you you had a you had a steady check. You know, a good check rolling in, man. And on the outside looking in, people was probably looking at you was like, yo, D, you, you gonna leave this money to go do what? There'll be a youth minute. Come on, man. Come on, that's crazy. But look at God, man. Look, look God. where He's got you, the rooms he's put you in. And I, I think about you when I think about you can't worry about other people's opinions, man. And that be the reason that you hold back and not take chances and live life scared. Cause like you said, man, hopefully. You know, Lord willing, we got a lot of a lot of good years on this earth, and uh, why spend that valuable time on this earth doing a job you hate? Just living a, a, a roller coaster kind of life where you just bounce and bounce and bounce, and you never find who you really were intended to be. I know my biggest fear is laying on my deathbed, man. And I think about this every morning I get up, and I think about it every night I lay down. Man, It's like. At some point, this life on earth, these hours, these days I get on this earth are going to end. And did I live it to the fullest? Mm. Did I live it to the fullest? Did I, did, did I really chase my passions? Did mm. I really chase impact and purpose? Or did I just live a life that started May 16th, 1988 and ended on such and such date whenever that time comes and just existed? Um, And I think, you know, you talk about chasing purpose and finding purpose. That's when you really start living. That's when you get them butterflies in your belly every day, getting up, going to work, uh, you know, and for some people, it ain't even got to be work. It can be in that kind of husband, that kind of father, that kind of wife or whatever it is, man. Just knowing you're where God intended and created you to be and trying to maximize that opportunity where you're at, brother. No, that's everything, man. So, so
0: this weekend I'm speaking at uh church and I don't want to give too, too much away, but I'm giving to it at a South, uh, uh, giving a message at South Point Church and you follow about, uh, uh, climbing, you, you know, it's kind of your perspective, you know, how you see it, glass half empty, glass half full. Absolutely. And, uh, I've, I've spoken, um, a message like this before at, 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 at other churches. And, um, one thing that, that I'm going to touch on is climbing that ladder, right? As a man, we all think that, Uh, and women too, you know, if I could get that car, you know, to make things better, only to climb that next rung, get that car. And it's like, oh man, only, only if I could get that job, right? Okay. Then, okay. Only if I could get that girl, right? If I could get that man, right? That's going to make things better. Only if I can make him this way. And then you spend all this time getting to the top of that ladder only to get to the end of life and realize, man, man, I might've been on the wrong ladder this whole time. And so- (laughs) I feel you on that. Like I don't want to get to the end of my deathbed and know that I still had more uh, uh more in the tank, man. I want to give everything I've got to my people, right? And by my people, I mean those people that I come in contact with each and every day whether it's churches, corporate schools, I don't care Walmart, right? Whoever I can is in front of me that I can impact, bro. That's what I want to do. That's that's my that's my heart. And so uh in and through that, I want to ask the question: are you truly afraid to fail? Or are you really afraid of being seen failing? Now, when we ask the question, okay, what are some practical tips to 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 feeling like I'm afraid of failure? Okay. How do I face everything and rise? How do I go from forget everything and run to face everything and rise. Okay. And so I may be talking to the guy who needs to get something off his chest with his spouse. All right. I may be talking to the woman who is uh mad as fire that she's been working so hard to get that promotion. Right. And they just gave it to someone else. Okay. I may be, I may be talking to the someone who's who's up to his neck, man, in in bills and in credit card debt. Right. And he wants to do something. He wants to face it, but he's afraid because he can't even breathe. Right. He doesn't even know which way to turn. So we're going to go through a few just just practical steps. And man, feel free to butt in or rebuttal. You you know, anything that that maybe, you know, you want to add to or something that doesn't sound quite right, or a way you could say it better. And so I just wanna. Uh, I I just I really want this podcast to be something that helps you guys walk in your purpose, your God given destiny, man. The reason your feet are on this earth. Right. That's what that's what we want. Absolutely. Uh, some practical tips that you can walk away with, man, and apply to your life tomorrow. When you're afraid of being seen a failure, or you are afraid of failure, or whatever it is, I want you to understand that nobody cares.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I mean, really, like, like nobody cares as much as you think. So when I left ministry, all right, and went into full time speaking. One of my biggest fears, I I, I I fear things. I'm human, right? So uh-huh. one of my biggest fears were people are going to say, I told you so. People were going to say he couldn't do it. I knew he didn't have it in him. People were going to say, um, you know, uh, mean things, right? People were going to be there, right, to show me where I went wrong. And it wasn't until I jumped out and was actually surprised by some of the support that I did get. And then also by the support that was not there, not because of hatred or anything, because nobody cares, bro. We've all got, at the end of the day, we've all got our purpose that we have to live out in this life
1: and that's absolutely true man and it's different for everybody you know for some it could be speaking for some it's teaching for some it's nursing becoming a doctor becoming a lawyer you know starting your own business man everybody's got their got their own reasons to be on this earth and you know there's like i said man there's a lot of folks that sit there and worry about other people's opinions and it's like man there's 7.7 something billion people on this planet okay your little goldfish bowl that you live in of your community yeah, there may be some cats that know you and know your struggles, and yeah, they may try to hate, but you know, like you said, man, it, it's such a big world out there, and I think when you really start to understand that, how big of a world it is, how many people are out there, so what if you got fifteen hundred people not riding or dying with you or believing in you? You you got. X amount of more out there out of the 7.7 7 billion that probably are riding with you and do want to hear your speeches and do want to hear your hear your message and come and support you, man. And I think that we live in such a closed-minded society, um, especially kind of where we're at, man. A lot of cats, you know, they sit there and they worry about what the Joneses think. And really, the Joneses ain't really worried about what you're doing and when you mm-hmm. fail or even when you win. Um, mm-hmm. They're more worried about their own deal. When you realize everybody's you know, it's not that big of a deal when you fail, it's all about how you respond to it and keep that's forging it. on. That's I it. think that that's when you really start to gain perspective on finding your, your purpose, man. Cause it's like, not every time you speak, man, people's going to jump up out the seat and want to do jumping jacks and be like, let's go. Motor, no, go no. like it, it, it. Sometimes it don't hit, but guess what? There's somebody, there's another event, there's another opportunity coming up that it's going to hit. And, uh, you know, that that's one thing, man, living through life and playing sports, I learned, it ain't always going to be your day. Mm-mm. But you can't lay down and take yesterday into tomorrow. It's a new day. You just got to, you can't be fearful of what's to come. You just got to understand that you have the opportunity because you got the blessing of being alive that day to, go get it man and rise up and you know kick fear to the curb but you you can't be there's an old saying in baseball man you can't let the fear striking out take the bat from you and step into the plate you know yeah. what you, you're always going to get out if you never take the chance of swinging the bat right so you got to right. get up there and find a way and no, I think that's, that's a key perspective yeah. in life and fear in itself you know that's it man and 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 here's and here being in the
0: entrepreneurial space with speaking business, you know, dabbling in real estate, stuff like that. I hear people all the time, bro, say, Man, I want to start a business. All right. Uh, I want to do this. I feel like I want to start a restaurant. I feel like I wanna, you know, um uh w- whatever, man. What you name the b- I've just about heard people or met people who want to do it all.
1: <laughs> and, there's uh, a business and, for everything these right. days. Right.
0: And and the truth is. Um, the a very small portion of those people will actually step out and try it. And the number one reason that that stops them dead in their tracks is fear. Even if they put it on another excuse. Well, my finances aren't right. Well, my credit is just destroyed. OK, is it does it have to be destroyed for the rest of your life? OK, it boils down to fear facing fear everything and rising to the occasion. That is the only way to move forward in our purpose, in our God-given destiny. Because here's what I had to find out, man. There is nobody going to pull up in my driveway in a nice Cadillac and say, Dustin, come get in this car. I have an amazing life planned out for you. I want you to just go off into a beautiful <clears throat> sunset. It's not going to happen it's not no. going to happen. Mm-hmm. We have to face the years of bad decisions, right? We have to face the years of 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 situations where we've put ourselves in that have gotten us to where we are. Okay? We have to face it. We have to face it. And a lot of time that pain inside is what we're afraid of. But I want to tell you it's 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 not that deep and I'm getting a little ahead of myself um because I want to go uh to this before I before I get there. Uh, number two, when facing fear, step into it and control the controllables and trust God with what with what you can't control. Right.
1: Control what you can't
0: control, man. Bro, if if I want to, all right, if, if I want to start a business, okay, I have to all right, go to a bank. I have to maybe make some calls. Let's find out what my credit score is. Let's find out what I can and can't do. I can control all of that. All of the other stuff, I I, I can't control how people respond. I can't control the markets. I can't control all of that. I just know that God has put something in my heart, a passion and a desire to complete something. And I'm going to control the controllables and I'm going to trust God with the rest. And I'm sure... Wanting to win a baseball game is not much different. Take me through that.
1: Oh, man, it definitely, you know, uh, like I said, man, baseball is a game of failure. I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, you you can strike out seven out of ten times in baseball or get out seven out of ten times and make the Hall of Fame. That still gives you a 300 batting average. You know, there's one ball and nine guys to catch that baseball um, you know, the odds ain't in your favor in baseball, man. And there's a lot of cats that, you know, uh, look looking into baseball, man, especially that they don't like to play it because there is such a huge chance of failure. And, you know, I, I played with guys, man, I played with some great athletes, man, through high school and my time at Troy that, you know, the, the best ones i ever seen. They may go 0 for 4 on a Monday, but come Tuesday, they split that switch to beast mode because they was like, it's a new day. I'm 0 for 0 yesterday is irrelevant today is the day the lord has made let us rejoice it. in it kind of mindset and I you know i i think about that you know in everyday life man and you know being able to you know face fears understanding failure is a part of life man that like you said there's nobody that's going to come save you um personally you know god god does god did god god does a did. Lot. yeah god, god god's got a lot of power but there ain't nobody just gonna come knock on your door and promise you this hunky dory life. And mm-hmm. also, you know, you talk about like we did last week. You know, break and God breaking you uh, to, to for a breakthrough. Um, you got to understand, cause that failure is gonna come when you're on this road to purpose and success. Cause that's the that that that's God and life testing you. Like, hey, boo, how bad you really want this? You yeah. want it when it's pretty and shiny, but you willing to get in there with the toothbrush and scrub the inside of the alloy rims and shine them tires up. You're willing to get in and, and do the hard stuff to get the great stuff. And that's what I tell people, you know, coaching baseball and in baseball games. I'm like, look, man, you got to understand you're going to fail. Um, that it's not always going to be a 10 out of 10 day for you. Um, there's some days you're probably going to want to quit. But if you quit, you know what that feels like. But have the resolve and the faith that better days and better games are going to come. But you can't do that if you constantly live in a state of fear, worrying about what if, um, understand it's going to happen and then do everything you can to make it happen and go your way, man. And that's where the competitive mindset, I think, for me, kind of helps redirect fear. I know it's there. I know failure is going to happen, but I also know, bro, that we've been in dark corners before uh, as an athlete, as a man, as a human, and we still here, man. We That's still standing. It. So uh, just keeping that faith, man, and understanding fear is a part of life, but you can't let it check you out and knock you out.
0: I feel the Holy Spirit on this one that I need to interject here and talk sure, about, brother. Um, so, so for some reason, I I, I want to talk to the person that that is worried about someone else. All right? I want I want to talk to the person that is afraid of a lost son or a lost daughter, meaning spiritually, uh meaning maybe drug addiction, maybe maybe bad uh uh marriage situation, maybe some 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 uh custody problems. You know what I'm saying? Like I w- I want to talk to somebody that's that's fearful of someone else. I just I I feel it in my spirit and here's what I want to say. I want to say do we understand that prayer is not the least we can do, but it's the most that we can do? Because when we talk to God, we're literally talking to God Almighty who breathes stars into existence. And while I'm afraid of, of them never coming to their senses, right? while I'm afraid of them never making wise choices, do I truly think that God is limited by their bad decisions okay do i think for a second that my prayers can't be heard right and god divinely intervene on their behalf and do something that they're so entrenched that there's a monkey on their back a weight on them that they don't know how to overcome right they're hurting do I think for a second that God is defined by that, you know? And, and so I want to encourage somebody to really, uh, uh, who might be afraid, not necessarily for their own failure, but for the failures of someone else. I want you to know that the most you can do is be on your face for your son, be on your face for your daughter, be on your face Absolutely. for your spouse that's, that's like you know, been depressed for the past six months for whatever, for whatever reason that's been anxious about, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there are real situations in life, man, that are, that are hard, man. And, and when you step in and you intervene on somebody else's behalf, you are facing everything and rising. And I just want to encourage someone with that. I felt I felt the need to kind of to kind of jump oh, in on
1: there. That 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 was awesome, brother. I appreciate you speaking on that, man. That's one thing, you know, y'all out there, uh, if you don't know Dustin, you're going to get to know him. I tell everybody this man's a walking gym. Like when he feels you talk about somebody that's always in the spirit, man, you can just be talking to him on the phone, riding with him in the truck, having lunch. Something gets on his heart from the spirit, man, he's going to share it and it's going to be relevant to either what you're going through personally or something that, you know, somebody personally is dealing with. So, um, you know, he, that that's just a testament to him and his faith and his strength, man, is, uh, you know, everybody needs a friend like Dustin, man. And I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to sit on here with you, bro, not to get yeah. off course, but it, it's deep, man. It matters. Look man, same here AJ man.
0: God put you on my heart and I'm like, "Hey, we got to do this thing. We got to start this thing. Uh this the world needs to hear the messages that we're sharing." And and you know, uh when I talk about facing fear and stepping into it, controlling the the controllables. Number 3, I want to talk about doing the next right thing, okay? A lot of times we don't know what to do. When I look at fear, there's so much that I'm afraid of. There's so much in the totality of the situation, I don't know how that business plan is going to work. I don't know how any of that's going to work. So I fold and I quit because there's too much. What I want to say is do the next right thing and the next right thing and the next right thing. Okay. And all of these, the, the Bible tells us that the steps of a righteous man are ordered, right? If I am seeking God every morning, if I am in my prayer life, if I am in my business with God, then I trust him that he is going to lead me right down my path of purpose. And so I do the next right thing. If I'm up to my neck in credit card debt, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to stop buying <laughs> those cartons of cigarettes. I'm going to stop buying those cases of beer. If I'm if I'm up to my, cre- my neck in credit card debt, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut them bad boys and I'm done with it. Okay, you've got to do the next right thing. And the next right thing for me, uh, I allowed myself to get too heavy, right? I allowed my through COVID and all of that, I got uncomfortable with myself. And and I reached out to you and I told you my goals and aspirations. And now I have a plan. You you are filling me with with you know workouts and stuff like that. And so I'm able to do the next right thing. I can't focus on the thousands of workouts it's going to take to get there, but I can do today.
1: You know what I'm saying? And I can wake
0: up tomorrow and I can get back at
1: it. That's it. It's, you know, I got a little saying, man, you know, keep chopping wood. Yep. Just keep chopping wood. Keep swinging the ax. The tree's going to eventually fall. Weight's eventually going to come off. Uh, you're going to get your dad under control. You're going to get your relationships under control, but you just got to keep swinging that ax, man, and keep chopping at that tree. And it's eventually going to fall and you're going to conquer, um, whatever it is you're set out to attack. Um, and that, that, you know, that giant that, that's staring you down, man, it's eventually going to fall, but you just got to keep getting up, keep doing the next right thing and keep swinging that ax, man you
0: know, and here's what I want to get to. We got about six, uh, uh, about six and a half minutes here. And so I want to talk about, I wanted to end it with this. Don't demonize the obstacle. Oftentimes it's not that deep. Okay. No. And what do I, what do I mean by that? I mean, to the man who has to face his spouse, right? right. Who has to tell him, who has to tell her what, what happened, right? Who has to tell her that bad business venture he made okay who has to tell her because it's eating at his soul about that one time on that business trip what really took place absolutely i want to tell you guys your when when a man's conscience is clear that man becomes dangerous for destiny Ooh. all right you have to rise And you have to go to sleep at night. And all in between, you got to be locked in with who you are as a man. And one of the biggest things that will throw you off track is a hidden sin that nobody knows about. And it will eat at you, and it will eat at you, and it will eat at you. My last number three, right, was do the next right thing. Some people have got to, in order to get that off their chest, we got to confess some things. We got to sit down and talk. But here's what's happened. We've demonized it so much so. She's going to take the kids. She's going to be pissed. She's going to run. She's going to do I'll never see him again. I'll never. You can control the controllables and you trust God with everything else. That's the only way I can go to bed at peace tonight. Does that make sense, AJ?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And as you were talking about that, I am I sit here and think about, you know, how many people just times in my life, man, I made fear, fear and anxiety and conscience, guilty conscience make a situation that I thought was just so spectacularly huge. And just, this is such, oh my God, I'm going to, you know, life spiraling out of control, da, 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 da. I was giving it too much power. When really, just have a conversation. And then what you realize, man, I had an old coach tell me, you know, all this stuff you have in your head that you're, that you're giving all this power, all this negative, all this stuff that's happened, um, you're giving it too much power. A lot of times life Turns out God's got you protected, man. And it normally turns out nine out of 10 times, not as bad as you think it was going to go. Um, you know what I'm saying them hard yeah. conversations you may be having to have with a spouse or a co-worker or a friend or whatever it may be you're overthinking it and replaying it because fear's got you paralyzed when really you just break mm. the ice and start that conversation it normally nine out of ten times you're like man that had me bugging and stressed out for that long I yep. was carrying that weight Woo! and that's why like you said man it's You demonize it. You give it so much power that it paralyzes you in fear when the best thing to do is, you know, understand God's got you, man. Put one foot forward and go attack it, you know, and that's 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 what I'm talking about. And so it's that type
0: of mentality that's going to get us to the next level. There are people that are that want to do real estate. That want to do rental properties, but oh, somebody's going to trash my home and all this. Well, maybe, but I'll tell you what, off a youth pastor's salary, I was able to acquire four homes. And I'm going to tell you it's possible. And let me tell you this, my wife can vouch for this. And uh, I remember we worked offshore, uh, coming out of offshore. I saw kind of how things, God gave me a little bit of a vision of things to come. Me and my wife were able to work ourselves out of $90,000 in debt and go completely debt free and have our house paid for. All right. So when we transitioned into ministry, we paid for our old farmhouse, 25 acres, all of that. And so uh, out of $90,000 in debt, bro, you know how we did it? Dave Ramsey debt snowball. Guys, it's nothing new. I did the next right thing. I found a program and I jumped in, and I allowed myself to be mentored, and I did the next thing, and then the next thing, and then soon enough, sure enough, it took off, so I want to leave you with this thought. Remember, fear is contagious, but so is courage.
1: Got about a minute and a half. Close this out, man. Absolutely, man. Fear is contagious. So is courage, man. And that goes back with coming out of COVID. That's still going on, obviously. And that had everybody so paralyzed with negative energy. It's like, man, if you're going to catch something, let's catch some positive energy, man. Let's instead of talking about the excuses and the reasons stuff can't happen, let's get around the group and assemble a team that can talk about solutions and right. find a way out of this darkness, man. Why are we just staying in it? You know, the Lord keeps getting us up each and every day. And I feel like he is frustrated with us because he's like, I'm giving you life. I'm giving you hope. I'm giving you the opportunity. And y'all choose to stay in this fearful mindset, man. It's time to break loose, get live, get some to go energy. Let's go energy about life. Find your purpose and let's go inspire and impact the world. My brother, let's go. Man, I love it. I love it. And so we're going to
0: close with this, man. Today we have... Made your marriage healthier. We have helped the prodigal son and the lost daughter come home, man. Uh, That's today it, baby. we have we have gotten you out of a hundred thousand dollars in debt just by making the net. Amen. So these are these are the practical steps, guys. These are this is the path to purpose podcast, and so I want you to share this, and I want you to live every day
1: with a let's go mindset. That's it, baby. Keep that motor go energy live and 24 seven and each day above ground. It's our it's our platform, our opportunity, man, to impact, inspire and help. Let's go. Let's go.